0: Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Is It Going to Take a Major Event? Let's pray. Father, we come today hungry to receive from your precious word, Father. Your word is a living thing. It's a lamp and a light, Father. We thank you for helping us. Thank you for lighting up our life, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic. Is it going to take a major event? My friends, I was talking to a friend from out of state who had a major heart issue recently, and I asked him if it had an impact on his walk with the Lord, and it did. It sounded like maybe he had slipped away from church and maybe become somewhat lukewarm in his walk with the Lord. You know, our flesh will drive us in that direction. Maybe sometimes putting Jesus on the back burner and maybe we don't even realize it's happening. But you know, it should not take a major event like a health issue to get us closer to God or to stay close to the Lord. Let's talk today about not living lukewarm for Jesus. And let's start in Revelation 3.16, the Living Bible. But since you are merely lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. Folks, none of us wants to be in that situation, lukewarm and being spit out of the mouth of God. Revelations 3, 13 through 22 in the Amplified Bible. 13, he who has an ear, let him hear and heed what the Spirit says to the churches. My friends, God is talking here to church people, at least people going to church. 14, to the angel, divine messenger, of the church of Laodicea, write, These are the words of the Amen, the trusted and faithful, true witness, the beginning and origin of God's creation. 15, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold, invigorating, refreshing, nor hot, healing, therapeutic. I wish that you were cold or hot. 16, so because you are lukewarm, spiritually useless, and neither hot nor cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth, rejecting you with disgust. Folks, if we were never on fire for God, how could we become lukewarm? We'd have to have been hot at some point. God does not like for us to be lukewarm. So you think lukewarm people will go to heaven? 17. Because you say, I am rich and I have prospered and grown wealthy and have need of nothing. And you do not know that you are wretched, miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked, without hope, and in great need. My friends, when we say we have no need of anything, we can do it all. We're without hope, and we're in great need. 18. I counsel you to buy from me gold that has been heated red-hot and refined by fire, so that you may become truly rich and and white clothes representing righteousness to clothe yourself so that the shame of your nakedness will not be seen, and healing salve to put on your eyes so that you may see. 19. Those of whom I dearly and tenderly love, I rebuke and discipline, showing them their faults and instructing them. So be enthusiastic and repent. Change your inner self, your old way of thinking, your sinful behavior. Seek God's will. My friends, because God tenderly and dearly loves us, He'll rebuke us and discipline us. We have to choose then to be enthusiastic and repent and continue to seek God's will in our life. 20. Behold, I stand at the door of the church and continually knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him, restore him, and he with me. 21. He who overcomes the world through believing that Jesus is the Son of God, I will grant to him the privilege to sit beside me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down beside my Father on his throne. 22. He who has an ear, let him hear and heed what the Spirit says to the churches. Now, Matthew 5.13 in the Amplified Classic, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its taste, its strength, its quality, how can its saltiness be restored? It is not good for anything any longer, but to be thrown out and trodden underfoot by men. My friends, as Christians, we're called to be the salt of the earth. We don't want to lose our saltiness, our strength, and our quality and be trodden by men. Matthew five thirteen and 14 in the Amplified Bible. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste or purpose, how can it be made salty? It is no longer good for anything, but to be thrown out and walked on by people when the walkways are wet and slippery. 14. You are the light of Christ to the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Once again, my friends, we have to remain the salt of the earth, To choose to live on fire for God. Because if we lose our purpose, we're no longer good for anything for God. Now, Matthew 16, 26 in the Amplified. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world, wealth, fame, success, but forfeits his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Folks, we can't get so focused on the world, wealth, fame, success that we lose sight of our goal to follow Jesus Christ because we have a forever eternity in heaven to look forward to if we live on fire for Jesus. James three ten through 12 in the Amplified, out of the same mouth come both blessing and cursing. These things, my brothers, should not be this way, for we have a moral obligation to speak in a manner that reflects our fear of God and profound respect for his precepts. 11. Does a spring send out from the same opening both fresh and bitter water? 12. Can a fig tree, my brothers, produce olives, or a grapevine produce figs? Nor can salt water produce fresh. Folks, we have a moral obligation to speak in a manner that reflects our fear of God and profound respect for His precepts. What we say in our words means a lot to God, not just what we think in our heart, but what we say. Now, 1 John 3, 8 through 10 in the Amplified Bible. 8, the one who practices sin, separating himself from God and offending him by acts of disobedience, indifference, or rebellion is of the devil and takes his inner character and moral values from him, not God. For the devil has sinned and violated God's law from the beginning, The Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. 9. No one who is born of God deliberately knowing and habitually practices sin, because God's seed, His principle of life, the essence of His righteous character, remains permanently in Him who is born again, who is reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, and set apart for His purpose. And He who is born again, cannot habitually live a life characterized by sin because he is born of God and longs to please him. 10. By this, the children of God and the children of the devil are clearly identified. Anyone who does not practice righteousness, who does not seek God's will in thought, action, and purpose, is not of God, nor is the one who does not unselfishly love his believing brother. My friends, isn't that powerful? The children of God and the children of the devil are clearly identified. Those that practice sin separate themselves from God. Now, closing today in 1 John two fifteen and 16 in the Amplified, do not love the world of sin that opposes God and his precepts nor the things that are in the world, For if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 16. For all that is in the world, the lust and sensual craving of the flesh, and the lust and longing of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life, pretentious confidence in one's resources, or in the stability of earthly things, these do not come from the Father, but are from the world. Folks, if we love the world the love of the Father is not in us. Let's close today by again reading Revelation 3.16 in the Living Bible. But since you are merely lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. My friends, again, I want to encourage us all not to take a major event in our lives to get us closer to God, but that we hunger and search for Jesus more and more each and every day. Live a life that glorifies Him, to live our life on fire and not lukewarm. Let's pray. Father, we repent, and when we've not lived each and every day the way you've called us to live, Father, we know your mercies are new every day, Father, but we're hungry to live out our days, Father, more and more on fire for you. And thank you for helping us. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812. 812- Four four nine eight one four seven, or at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.